Curry with the shot, Ben cooking with the sauce, Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301, live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 161 of Curry in the Pot. I'm your host, I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I'm back here with another episode, man. And if you missed last week's episode, uh, please go check it out, man. A lot of the stuff that was talked about last week is still, still very, very relevant. You know, I was joined by my guys of Anti-Up Consulting, my guy, the meticulous Mark P, uh, my guy, Rome, uh, you know, Mark calls him the people's champ. But uh, those are some really good guys, man. And, you know, if you want to, you know, get started up to gambling, you know, you can reach out to me, reach out to them. Um, and, yeah, just hit us up, man. We know we're definitely, you know, willing to just talk and give free game, man, all the time. That's that's what we're about, man. We literally give out free game, bro. And I just want to further stress to you guys that to use me as a reference, man. Anything, bro, especially sports. I'm an open book. Uh, anything you want to talk to me about sports, man, please don't hesitate to reach out, man. I don't think I'm better than anybody. I don't think I'm this, I don't think I'm all the way up here and I don't, I don't look down on anyone either, but you know, I always, I always just want to be a reference, man. I post a lot of stuff and you know, just reach out to me, man. Bro, anything, bro, anything, bro, any, anything in life, even, bro, you want to talk, man, we can talk. But if you missed last week's episode, man, please make sure you guys go run the tape back, man. Go check it out. We talked about a lot of stuff, man. We talked about Ohio, who we we knew were going to upset Virginia. My man Mark mentioned Syracuse going to the Sweet 16. We mentioned we mentioned Maryland. You know, they did lose to Alabama, however. But we, we, we thought there was a good chance they could get out of the first round at least. Uh, we had a lot of stuff to Oral Roberts. We talked about Oral Roberts. A lot of people were shocked across the globe, but we were not shocked. We were on it, man. We were on Oral Roberts, man. And it feels so good to be on the right side. Um, not not just knowing and, you know, having the right side in your bracket, but actually putting money down on it and profiting, man. Uh, that's what we do at Annie Up, man. You know, shout out to the gang, man. Shout out to the whole gang. Not just... Not just Roman Mark, but shout out to my guy Drew. Shout out to my guy Omatic. Shout out to Keys. Just shout out to everybody. Shout out to my guy Ray. Uh, shout out to the whole gang. But yesterday was the NBA trade deadline. And it wasn't crazy, but there were definitely some moves. And I definitely want to recap those. Uh, so we're going to talk trade deadline first. Then we're going to hop into NCAA tournament. Uh, we got some NFL free agency to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about LeBron James as well. Let's just, let's just get right into it. So, the the biggest move that took place yesterday was Nikola Vucevic being traded, being dealt from the Orlando Magic over to the Chicago Bulls. And for a while, Nikola Vucevic was, you know, one of the most slept on players or uh, he was the best kept secret in the NBA for quite some time. Uh, his elevation and his, what's the word I'm looking for? His development as a player in this league has been, you know, something, something, something uh, really, really good to watch, man. Uh, yesterday, um, along with Alfaruka Minu, he was dealt to the Bulls in exchange for Wendell Carter Jr., Otto Porter, and two first round picks, uh, one in 2021 and one in 2023. Um, I thought it was a good move, mainly for the Bulls, man. You finally get to add. Uh, you know, another all-star caliber player um, to that team, man. You know, you got Zach Levine over there who is an all-star. And you got Vucevic now who's an all-star. You know, lower-end all-stars. But, 
still all-star still all-star still very very talented guys man i like what billy donovan has done with this bulls team you know uh, taking over after leaving the oklahoma city thunder and i like it man he's, he's definitely put his imprint man this is a fun bunch to watch and i definitely chime into a couple of bulls games you know I don't want to say mainly for gambling reasons, but I still like to watch the game. You know, they got got a nice little squad. Zach Levine, Kobe White, uh, Thomas Sadoransky, former Wizard guy. Um, Thaddeus Young. They drafted Patrick Williams. They have a nice squad, man. And yeah, man, I like this move for them, man. They get a they get a really good big, man. A really, you know, one of the most underrated players in the league, and I did like this move. And for the Magic, man, they're kind of just hitting the reset, the reset button. I know they made the playoffs last year and the year before, but you know it's clearly time to to just hit the reboot button and start over, man. But it feels like you know they've been going with the youth movement um, for at least a decade, and it just hasn't necessarily materialized. I know this year they had a bunch of injuries. You know, John Isaac got he broke his leg in the bubble. Um, Markel Fultz got hurt. He's out for the year. Uh, they drafted Cole Anthony. He's out. Uh, so they just, you know, hitting a quick, quick reset and they traded Vucevic. And I, I think that was the right thing to do. I think that was the right thing to do. Um, the, Ma the Magic also made, <laughs> they made a couple of moves, man. They made another move. Um, and this move was trading Aaron Gordon, a guy who wanted out. They dealt Aaron Gordon over to the Denver Nuggets. And in this move, Orlando acquired Gary Harris, RJ Hampton, who I like, and a first round pick um, from the Nuggets. I, I did like, I did usually like Gary Harris, man. He kind of fell off a little bit, though. Don't necessarily know what happened to him, but they were able to acquire Aaron Gordon. I think this move it helps. It gives the Nuggets a big, that can a cutting big. You know, Aaron Gordon doesn't necessarily need the ball. Um, you know, I think him and Jokic could be a nice tandem. Jokic could throw him some lobs when he's cutting back door. He can. He can do some things, man. He can shoot the ball. I don't necessarily think this helped their defense. I don't think so. Um, there's still food on defense. You know, they definitely lost, you know, some of that defensive intensity uh, when Jeremy Grant decided to walk. Also, Mason Plumlee was a nice little rim protector for those guys. Um, yeah, the defense, though, this team's trash. I can't stress that enough. But. They were able to acquire Aaron Gordon, man, and I think that's going to help them. Uh, the Magic made another move, and they traded guard Evan Fournier over to the Boston Celtics. I like Evan Fournier, man. I like him a lot. I like his game. He's one of the most underrated players in the league. I mentioned this yesterday on Twitter, man. Um, I thought it was a good move for the Celtics, who kind of needed to add another guard. I also thought, you know, the Celtics needed to address their big man situation. Um, they kind of did a, a little bit. But I thought that's what their focus should have been. But Evan Foyer, man, he definitely doesn't hurt to add, you know, a guard that's definitely having a really, really good season, man. Pretty much was, you know, him and Vucevic, him, Vucevic and Terrence Ross, they're pretty much the only guys filling it up. But that's the problem. And, you know, some of those guys have been in and out of the lineup as well. You know, that's the problem. But Evan Fournier's having a really good year. He's actually having a career year he's averaging 19.7 points per game pretty much averaging 20 so i think he fits in that adds another score to the boston celtics you know sometimes tatum can be off or jalen brown can be off and uh, you know you get another guy that's gonna can average 20 and he's gonna be coming off the bench too so that is 
that's a good move. Strong move. You only have to give up two seconds. Um, he is in the final year of his contract, but I still think that is a really good move. We had some more moves, man. Uh, this move kind of caught me off guard. Norman Powell was traded to the Portland Trailblazers um, for Gary Trent Jr. and and Rodney Hood. I think those two players equal. Norman Powell, if not a little bit better. You know, Gary Trent Jr. is obviously younger. Um, Rodney Hood, he's a solid player. Oh, Norman Powell, though, don't get me wrong, man. He's been having a phenomenal year. Probably a little bit better defensively than Gary Trent Jr. Norman Powell's averaging, he's having a good year. I think he's having a career year in points, 19 points per game. Um, he's been balling. Uh, I felt like, I mean, yes, this move helps the Blazers, but it's just about how you view the Blazers. I think the Blazers have a ceiling. And I think their ceiling is conference finals best case scenario. And that's just getting there, not winning it. But I see the Blazers probably getting bounced in the second round, depending on who they get matched up against. If they get matched up with the Clippers or the Lakers, it's going to be curtains. And the Lakers, you know, they're, they're trending downwards. So the Lakers might get into the first round and they might play a good team because they're they might play like a really good team because they are losing some games. They're dropping some games. But for the Blazers, I mean, I like their team, bro. I do. You know, they got Dame, obviously, CJ, Robert Covington. They picked up Derrick Jones Jr. Nurkic is coming back. And his cancer. I love and his cancer um, for gambling reasons. But I, I, I don't know, man. I just, I felt like this is the move that you're making if you know, like, all right, this is going to get us over the hump. But I don't see that for the Blazers. But. I like the players, but I thought, you know, Gary Trent Jr. I mean, obviously, Melo's still there, too. But I like Gary Trent Jr. just a lot better. But I don't know. I guess with C.J. McCollum returning, that kind of made him a little bit more expendable. But I don't know, man. Um, Let's talk about a guy who, who did not get traded. But we thought he was based on how he was indicating that he probably would get traded. And that's Kyle Lowry. Now... I don't know when Kyle Lowry became such this, this missing piece. Like, 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 I don't know why the Lakers were in on him. I don't know why. I don't really know why anybody was in on him besides the Sixers, but I don't really get it, bro. I, Kyle Lowry is probably my least favorite player in the league. I get it. He's a former, all, former all-star, a former multi-time all-star. An NBA champion, but I don't know why there was such a high demand for Kyle Lowry. It's really weird, bro. Like it's really weird. Like 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 he was really the prize to pursue at the trade deadline. I don't get that one. Um, some more underrated moves. Um, Javale McGee got traded back to the Nuggets. He's on the Nuggets a while ago. Uh, back when they had George Ka George Carl. Um. Sixers pick up uh, George Hill in a three-team deal. I like that move. The Mavs pick up J.J. Redick. LaMarcus Aldridge and the Spurs are have agreed to a buyout. Uh, Rachel Rondo was traded for Lou Williams. The Hawks receive in this trade Lou Williams and two second-round picks in cash consideration. I think this move helps the Clippers in a sense because... Playoff Rondo is a different beast. He's a different animal. And the Clippers never really had a point guard. And I, I obviously, Reggie Jackson is a point guard. And 
Patrick Beverly is a point guard. They play the position. But Rajon Rondo is a traditional point guard and a floor general. And that's something that this team lacked. They were going after him hard in free agency, but he, you know, he was trying to get that bag, and he got that bag from the Hawks. I think this move helps, and it means a lot for them. And when it comes to playoff time, uh, a guy like Rajon Rondo for Lou Williams, he's going back to the Hawks. He was on them some years ago, maybe a, maybe a decade ago, I want to say, decade or a little less, like eight or nine years ago. But you know, Lou Williams, professional scorer, he's a beast, and yeah, he's kind of having a down year, but. I think the Hawks will get into the playoffs, so at least he gets the you know cook up there. I mean, the Clippers weren't winning the championship anyway, so yeah. And the last move that happened at the end of free agency was Victor Oladipo being traded to the Miami Heat um, for a bag of chips, <laughs> Kelly Olynyk and Avery Bradley, and I believe a pick swap was in this trade. Uh, Victor Oladipo he finally gets his wish granted, finally gets to go to the Heat. Uh, he's been wanting to go there for quite some time. I want to say for at least two years he wanted to go to the Heat. And he finally gets to go there, man. I think that's a big-time acquisition um, for a team that's been struggling lately. Obviously, this team went to the NBA Finals, but they're having, uh, they're having some regression, man. They're taking a step back. I think they could definitely get it together because, I mean, we didn't expect them to go to the finals. I don't expect them to go there this year, but I think that's a nice move when you're trying to catch up to the Brooklyns and you're trying to catch up to Philly. And, you know, the Bucks are still there. Obviously, you beat them in the playoffs, but the Bucks are still there. They're still formidable. And the Celtics, you know, the East is pretty tough, man. The East is pretty tough, although I think Brooklyn will come out of the East and win the championship. But I think that's a nice move. I definitely think that's a nice move. You add Vic to Jimmy. And to Bam, you didn't have to give up, you know, the guys that you like a lot. You're, you're Goran Dragic, you're Tyler Hero, and Duncan Robinson, Kendrick. Now, you still keep all of those pieces intact. Pretty much the core of your team. And I like that. And they may even get LaMarcus Aldridge and, and a buyout, man. And Andre Drummond is going to get bought out by the by the Cavs soon. So, I hope my Lakers pick them up. Um, And, yeah. Yeah. I want to move on before I before I go to college and before I go to NFL. I want to talk about LeBron, man. He's out. Uh, he's going to miss about four to six weeks. This is tough. This is brutal. The Lakers honestly couldn't really afford for this to happen. They really couldn't. They currently sit at fourth in the West, but there are teams gunning for their spot. You got the Blazers and the Nuggets, both respectfully. A game and a half out of the fourth spot. You got Dallas three and a half games back. The Spurs nine and a half games back. The Lakers could potentially drop all the way down to the AFC. Um, they do have the Cavaliers tonight, so hopefully they can get a win. But it's going to be tough to stay afloat in that Western Conference, man, until LeBron comes back. I mean, we know he's a Wolverine. We know, no, he can probably come back. And not be 100%, but it be at least 80%. But I don't know, man. I'm kind of concerned. I'm kind of concerned just because the schedule is so brutal. Obviously, the next two games aren't brutal. The Cavs and the Magic. But then after that, on the 31st, you have the Bucks. You have the Kings, the Clippers, the Raptors, Heat, Nets, Knicks, who are good this year. It's You got the Celtics in that stretch, the Jazz in that stretch. It's going to be tough, man. I hope they can stay afloat in that tough West, but... 
They miss him, man. They miss him. And I've been betting against the Lakers every single time because I know this isn't my team. I watch this team. They're running the offense through Montrez Harrell when he's in the game. Cool. They're running it through Kyle Kuzma, Dennis Schroeder, and Montrez Harrell. That's just not a consistent recipe. That's, uh, it's not. It, whew, it's not, man. I'm trying not to panic, trying not to stress, but it's not looking good, man. But I wanted to talk about real quick. I just talked about that Victor Oladipo trade. This makes that James Harden trade look that much bad, that much worse for the Rockets. So initially, I thought when they made the trade, to obviously you know James Harden was disgruntled, he wanted out. You got your picks, you know your your four first rounders, your pick swaps, and all of that, whatever. But I thought they were going to at least get Karis LeVert and Jared Allen. Those two guys are on different teams. Karis LeVert is on the Pacers. Jared Allen is on the Cavs. So you essentially got, and now Victor Oladipo is on the Heat. So you essentially got Kelly Olynyk, Avery Bradley, and all of those picks that I just mentioned. Like, come on. You guys could have just took Jared Allen and Karis LeVert for all of that, man. Whew. It's looking bad, man. John Wall, I feel bad for bro, man. He... The Wizards were bad when he was here, but the Wizards weren't. My God, the Rockets are awful, yo. Like, those guys are terrible. Like, this team just came off a 20-game losing streak. Like, this is, they're, like, historically bad. They're bad. I want to move on to the NCAA tournament, man. It's been, in my opinion, it hasn't been that wild. In a lot of people's opinion, it will be as wild. Like, Oregon State. Uh, I brought this up last week when I was talking to Roman Mark, man. I, I thought they had a chance, and they're currently in the Sweet 16. Oh, you know, we saw Illinois fall down. Um, They got eliminated by Loyola Chicago. We saw Iowa go down. They got eliminated by Oregon. We saw, we saw Ohio State go down, eliminated by Oral Roberts. A lot of people were surprised I wasn't, but... <laughs> I kind of want to reiterate something that my guy Jalen Hunter just talked on his podcast. Shout out to my guy Jalen Hunter, host of the Unpopular Podcast. Are these upsets really upsets? And what we mean by that is, yes, the big name school, we see it. We see it. But the records are always pretty similar. And they're just ranked because they play in smaller conferences for the most part. Or Roberts. Bro, I don't even know what conference they play in. I don't. I have no idea. And I feel bad for saying this. Let me go check. They play in the Summit League. But they were they, they had a great record, man. They won the Summit League. That's an automatic bid. I'm trying to think who normally wins the Summit League. But anyways, they won the Summit League. They won their conference. And... It's just, it really, bro, and, and also another thing about the tournament is, it's just one game. It's just one game. All it takes is one player or one team to get hot, and you're bounced. You're bounced. If, or if you play a bad game, you're bounced. It's over, bro. It's over. Like, these top these top teams, these top schools, if, if, they, if they have a bad game, it's a wrap for them. They can easily get upset. We've seen Loyola Chicago make a deep run before. We've seen this movie. Oral Roberts. Um, they have a guy. Um, they have a guy by the name of Max. I think it's Admus. 
Obmas? I don't know. But he's a bucket, bro. He's 6'1 sophomore, man. He's he's a bucket, bro. He's a bucket. He averages 24 and a half points. But it really just takes, bro, it really just takes one game plan, one game, and that's it, bro. Obviously, in a series, yes, these better teams will win, but it's just one game. And that's what we love about March Madness, man. It's just one game. But we got the Sweet 16 coming up. Like I said, some of the big teams got knocked out. Illinois, um, Ohio State got knocked out. Iowa just got knocked out. Um, I had Alabama winning it all in my bracket. That's still very, very possible. Um, but it, it's been it's been a nice tournament, man. It's been a nice tournament, man. I thought Creighton was gonna go out there in the Sweet Sixteen. It's been it's been fun, man. Yo, March is one of the best months for sports, along with along with October. October is a great month for sports. You got pretty much every sport in October, you know, from high school football, college football, NFL, NBA, um, baseball playoffs, college, college uh, hoops is like literally starting back up. October is a great month, but March is, is a really good month for sports, man. Um, all the madness, bro. All the madness. That's why it's called March Madness, man. It's been it's been a hell of a ride, been a hell of a tournament. Um, and we just gotta see, man. The Sweet 16 will start and the tournament will resume on Saturday. Uh, we got Oregon State, Loyola, Chicago, Villanova, Baylor, Or Roberts, Or Roberts, Arkansas, Syracuse, Houston. That should be a good one. And then on Sunday, we got Creighton, Gonzaga, Florida State, Michigan, UCLA, Alabama, Oregon, USC. And then the Elite Eight will start, I think, next Thursday, the 30th. And then we're going to have the Final Four that same weekend. Obviously, the championship uh going to be at the top uh, the first week of April. So I'm excited, man. It's been, it's been a really, really good tournament. And I don't know who's going to win, man. College basketball has been down this year in a sense. When you think about the Blue Bloods, you know, you think about and Kansas went down too, guys. Kansas, Kansas went down to USC. But when you think about the Blue Bloods, your North Carolina, I mean, your, I'm sorry, North Carolina made the tournament, but they got bounced by Wisconsin first round. Uh, when you think about, you know, your Dukes, your Kentuckys, yes, it's down in a sense. But I believe that this has been like the, probably the most wide open college basketball season we ever had. Like, it's still always wide open. Like, Kentucky, when they went undefeated that year, they still ended up losing to Wisconsin. And Wisconsin lost to my Duke Blue Devils in the championship. But it's always wide open. But this year, I feel like it's truly, truly wide open. Yes, I think Gonzaga is the, the best team remaining. And I thought they were the best team going into the tournament. They're the most complete team. But it's not a guarantee. Nothing is a guarantee. So I'll, I'll end the conversation on that note. Let's move over to the NFL, man. I feel like... I feel like I kind of could have talked about NFL free agency maybe like early in the week or last week, but I kind of wanted to see if some more moves happened. And it's it's been cool, man. It's been cool. I don't really want to jump into winners and losers. I just want to mention like some 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 noteworthy moves, man. Like the Patriots, they've been killing it. Uh, I've been saying this for a long time, man. If they just give Cam a fair shot with some weapons, I think he can make some things happen, man. And with the moves the Patriots have made, I think the Patriots can, I think they can make the playoffs again. I think they can go back and make the playoffs, maybe even win a division. I mean, you know, the Bills are still good, but um, I think they could definitely bounce back, man. They, they've added a bunch of guys. Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith, 
Matthew Judon, Kendrick Bourne, solid wide receiver. They added, they got um Kyle Van Noy back. They got Jalen Mills. They got a bunch of talent, man. They really, really killed it in free agency, and they had to, man. Obviously, you got Cam back. Um, they they've they've done really well, man. I've I've, I've liked what I've seen from the New England Patriots. They've actually been out there spending that money, man. They've been spending that cheddar, bro. They've 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 killed it, man. They've killed it. So shouts out to the Patriots. Uh, some other noteworthy moves that happened. I like what the Giants have done. Uh, they picked up Kenny Galladay. But the problem is Kenny Galladay just doesn't stay healthy. And they paid him a lot of money. They paid him a lot of money. Um, but I like that move. I like that pickup. They picked up Adoree Jackson. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They were in full running back mode. I believe they re-signed pretty much everybody besides Antonio Brown. Uh, I would like to see him back on the Bucs. Um, but yeah, they, they re-signed everybody. Shaq Barrett. Ndamukong Sue. Um, Levante David. Um, Donovan Smith, the tackle, he got an extension. Uh, Tom Brady even redid his deal, man, to create up some cap space. They're in full. Chris Godwin got tagged. He signed the tag. They're in full running back mode, man. And I like it. I like it. I think they have a chance to repeat, but that is super, super hard to do in the NFL. But I like what they've done, man. The Chiefs, they've addressed that offensive line. They signed Joe Thune. They got Kyle Long out of retirement. Nice little pickup. Washington football team. I like their free agency too, man. It's been a little sneaky. It's been a little random. Ryan Fitzpatrick. I like that pickup. Um, that shows me the Fitzpatrick pickup shows me two things. They're gonna rock out with him for one year this year. And they may attempt to trade up to draft a quarterback, maybe a trade lance out of North Dakota State. That could potentially happen. Um or they're just going to go for their QB in the next year's draft. I don't think that class is necessarily great. But I don't know, man. I could see them trying to trade up for Trey Lance. And maybe groom that guy for about a year. I could see, I could potentially see that. Um, but on the other side, I do like uh, Curtis Samuel pickup. He gets some more speed and versatility to the offense. We've seen Curtis Samuel line up in the backfield. Line up at slot. Line up on the outside. That's a nice sneaky pickup. Uh, William Jackson the third. Pretty solid corner. Pretty solid corner, especially since you lost Ronald Darby in free agency. I like that pickup for the Washington football team. And they picked up Adam Humphreys. Um, a, guy that, a name that doesn't really jump off the screen, but he did have his best years when he was playing with Ryan Fitzpatrick. So I like the move in that sense. I do. Some other moves. What else, man? The Steelers re-signed Juju. Will Fuller went over to the Dolphins. Um, I feel like I might be missing something, but I feel like I feel like I hit on all the major moves. Trent Woods re-signed with the 49ers. He is now the highest paid offensive lineman ever. Um I feel like that's it, bro. I feel like that's it. If I'm forgetting anything, obviously it wasn't that major. Um but yeah, that's a little quick NFL free agency recap. I actually got through everything super quick. Uh, before I before I end the episode, man, I want to say rest in peace to two people. Oscar Freyer, 
from Grand Canyon University. Um, Grand Canyon University actually just made the tournament for the NCAA tournament for the first time ever. And they just lost to Iowa um, last weekend. And um, it's sad, man. Um, the guy passed away, Oscar Freire, he passed away in a car accident um, just yesterday, man. And I, it's sad, bro. Like, it's kind of sad when you think about it. Like, wow, if they would have advanced in the tournament, that would have never happened. Or it's just, it's kind of crazy to think about, man. But a rest rest in peace to Oscar Freire. I just it just really hit me. I'm like, damn, you know, guy my age, 20, he's 25, I'm 26, but guy around my age just passed away um, due to a car accident. And he was just playing on TV the other day. It's really sad. Um, rest in peace. And I want to say rest in peace to Elgin Baylor, um, Laker legend, NBA legend, um, who died um, just this past weekend. Or was it? It was Monday. He passed away due to natural causes. Um, I'm glad, you know. Obviously, you know, I'm obviously I'm sad he passed away, but you know, it was to natural causes. And he passed away at the age of 84. And it's just, it's sad, man. I feel like, I feel like, you know, either I'm talking about it or I'm seeing it. Like, and it's just, it seems like somebody's passing away all the time, man. Another legend, another, another Laker legend gone. Um, you know, I'm glad he got his flowers while he was here, though, man. Um, the Lakers had their Elgin Baylor jerseys, you know. They were wearing him while he was alive. Um, he got his statue back in 2018. That's great. You know, he got his flowers while he was here. You know, Lakers organization, they treat all of their legends, you know, with such class and, and you know, with such grace and love. And I truly admire that about the Lakers, man, how they treat how they treat the legendary players, man. Or even if you weren't necessarily a legend, but you were maybe a Laker legend, like Pau Gasol, he's not an NBA legend, but, you know, he's a Laker legend, man. He helped win two championships. You know, Derek Fisher isn't an NBA legend, but he's a Laker legend. He was around for all five of those championships um, that were won in this new millennium. So, Elgin Baylor, man, what a player. Um, what a hell of a career, man. He was a bucket. <laughs> he was a bucket in the 60s, bro. Like in the 60s. <laughs> Yo, Elgin Baylor, bro. Before they had a three-point line, bro, bro. He was he was vicious, bro. I was looking at the stats like a week ago, man. Well, not even a week ago, a couple of days ago. He averaged 38 one year. He averaged 34. Bro was bro was the truth, man. Um ha. Huh. Elgin Baylor. I'm sorry, 86 years old, 86 years of age, he passed away at the age of 86, and it's tough, man, it's definitely tough, but, you know, he will be missed, um, obviously, I'm a Lakers fan, so I, I know all about, you know, all the legends, you know, I love that stuff, man, but uh, rest in peace to Elton Baylor, who passed away at the age of 86, um, due to natural causes, um, you will truly be missed, um, by the NBA community, obviously the Lakers community, and by me as well, man. Um, Elgin Baylor, man, always had like a smile on his face. I seen 
he was smiling. Not 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 that's not Magic Johnson smile, but he'd be smiling every time you see him on TV or something. Um, yeah, man. But like I said, I'm glad he got his flowers while he was here. Um, the honor of the jersey, the the statue at Staples Center. Um, yes, he'll be missed. Elton Baylor at the age of 86. And I want to wrap things up, man. I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, I want to thank everybody for the continued love and support. Um, if you're interested in gambling, man, and want to get started, want to learn, uh, I did a webinar a couple of weeks ago. It was fun. It was exciting. We had a couple of people. I had like seven people, man. It was just cool to just talk to people about it, man. I'm not telling you to come and blow all your money. I'm not even advising you to spend. I'm just trying to teach you to, you know, ways to bet and stuff to learn, man. And yeah, man, I know you guys see me posting on my page pretty much daily, my daily picks. And, you know, I've been profitable, man. I've been profitable. I will say that. But again, I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank everybody for the continued love and support. I'm your host. I'm your guy, Mike Curry. I am signing out. Episode number 161 is done. Peace. Rest in peace to Elgin Baylor.